Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to the Internet Match Reaction. It was the Pool 1 Newcastle 1. And in case you thought we could all get back to super positivity after overturning the Super League in the week, no. Um, not. We're still playing this season. It's still this season. It's still this Liverpool team, and the woes still continue. Um, better football than at times we've played during this year, particularly 2021, which has been the worst. It's been a shit show. Um, but the, the problem still remains. You know, we're not. We're, we're back to this world of playing quite good football, creating chances, but not scoring them and not being solid at the back. And if you can't score chances and you can't keep clean sheets, then you, you're not going to achieve anything like what you want no, to achieve. There was a collective fear that grew into Liverpool's game plan. I think so, and uh, not game plan, game at the end of the game, um, the end of the match there, because we just sat back and we just got so deep and. That boys the other team, they think that they're on the brink of something and they were. You know, they, they ultimately scored two goals that, in my opinion, as a football fan, should have been allowed by the rules. They were right to chalk it off. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that we just got deeper and deeper, and that's that says to me that they're scared. They're, they're scared of conceding. And, you know, Kurt Jones, I think he did all right when he came on. Uh, I'd have really liked him to try and take that ball to the corner flag instead of trying to maybe get a second goal because uh, he cuts inside and we lose the ball and, and Newcastle go on the attack after that. But it's not good enough and it comes down to the fact that the front four, the front three, the lads who was, whose job it is to put the ball in the back of the net, didn't do good enough today. Yeah, it's it's just dead annoying. Like, really, really annoying because you're right, it was a bit like... You know we're winning that on we're winning literally winning it, but like it's a bit like in a, a boxing you winning you winning on points and you coasting through and look if it ends you you know the points are going to go on your decision but they they landed a big big blow on us they obviously have the goal the goal chalked off from VAR and that just gives that that gives them all the hope that they need to throw absolutely everything at it and have the belief that they might just be able to do because that's what football is football is a game of emotions it swings around that's why. Why scripting exists in football games because they, they have to because you can't actually make that in a computer game, so you have to try and engineer it in some way. But the second they had that disallowed, you knew they'd come back. They'd, they'd go again because why wouldn't you? They're throwing everything, throwing everybody up the pitch. I don't disagree with the getting getting back in and getting men behind the ball and getting deeper and all that. But the problem is because theoretically, because it works against okay, it works against us. Get as many get, get as many men, but it's mad. It's just like we don't know how to do it. 
And when you've not got Virgil, this is another one of those things, people saying, oh, it's not Virgil van Dijk, missing Virgil van Dijk doesn't cost you that game because your strikers have missed chances. It's like, yeah, but we used to be able to win games 1-0. Or, or you know we 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 won so many tight games yeah. of football and we can't You're do right. that anymore. It's not down to the individual players per se. It's down to a collective confidence. You know, it felt like to me we missed chance, we missed chance, we missed chance, and then we got nervous. And right now, you know, put Virgil Van Dijk in it, he wouldn't be nervous, but he would be nervous in this Liverpool side. Mm-hmm. This Liverpool side that's conceded like goals continually. This Liverpool side who continues to drop points, they are nervous. They're a, they're a group that are nervous together. It doesn't matter. Anfield, the form at Anfield's a joke. The shooting at Anfield's a joke. BT said it there at the end of the game. 146 shots now it is in, at Anfield in, in, in 2021 and four goals. Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah. That's shocking. Especially when <clears throat> some teams pl- uh, pl- like spread it round, the shots. Liverpool don't. Liverpool have essentially got three lads or four today who take the shots for us mm-hmm. and they're all missing. They're all in terrible form in front of goal for d- different shades of a different levels of it. Like, But, you know, Mo Salah needs to, needs to buy a hat-trick there today. Sadio Mane probably should have had two. Jota maybe should have had two. Firmino should have had one. And it would have been a completely different story. Of course it would. But they need to score the goals. We need to gain confidence by scoring goals. It's on the forwards today, Paul. It really is. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's, it's on them all. It's, you know, because the thing is, the way the team's constructed is that we've always been profligate in front of goal. You have times when you run hotter than hotter than other times, but we don't own those kind of players who score, who just you know, who take, who take who, who, one, one chance, one goal. And it's, I know your point on this is like, not no one really does. To be honest, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a, a kind of a myth about about this kind of thing. But we've always been that. But you've got to, you've, you've just got to be able to keep the, keep the door shut at the, at the other end. There's nothing wrong with that being a 1 0 win. It's annoying because we should have been a 5 0 win. But there's nothing wrong with it being a 1 0 win. But the, the way that we, and I don't know whether that's lack of leadership or again, nerves creeping in or whatever, but you're right, there's a psychological build up here where they they almost like they know that. that they're gone, and I don't know what I don't know what you need in that situation. Like Robertson's playing them on side, the positional sense isn't isn't great from all of it. There's a bit of, there's an element of luck in both of Newcastle's goals. Allison makes a good save and it bounces off Callum Wilson perfectly into the path to you know to end up in the in the back of the net. Obviously, it's chucked off for an ball, and you know Willock strike strike deflecting and going the complete opposite way to which he's, he's kicked it initially. But Newcastle rode the the emotions of that game better, and we're normally very good at doing that. And we've never, we just haven't been very good at doing that this season for a whole host of reasons. The finishing stuff is the most obvious part of it because you can point to that and go, shots, shots on target, goals. It's, it's the most blinding element of it. But there's the mid make the midfield play well, the function was well. But we, I said before. We did all our best work between the boxes. Like we, 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 you know, we created stuff for getting into the right areas. We're doing all the right things, but like Sadio Mane, we're here again. It's mad. Mo Salah is the only thing that's letting Mo Salah down this season is is his amount of assists, and you can see today why. He literally gives one to Sadio Mane on a plate, and he's got no idea what he's going to do with that. Now, what he should do is he should strike a first time. And he's so down on his luck and confidence at the moment that he decides to take a touch and essentially give... He takes take a touch towards idea. all of the Newcastle players who are covering that side of the goal. He comes and takes the ball yeah. off him. He's like, thank you, mate. Why did you do that? Yeah. You're he, fucking stupid. Yeah. It's a really, really poor decision to take a touch. He passes the ball, gets played into him. Like, <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. 
you either let it run across your body and you take it left-footed because you 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 then because the way he's facing up the goal, it's either two or three Newcastle players who were on that side. He moves towards towards them. It's and then he tries to and then he tries. To, it's insane. It's, it's just again and it speaks to where Mane's at. You know, we, and I've said this for ages. I've had this fear for the entire time we've had all of these lads because none of them just look like they've got it under control. None of them ever look like it's a well-rehearsed manoeuvre when they score goals of football for them. They're all so mad and instinctive in their own ways. We always say they're always more likely to miss, to miss the, the ones that you would class as the good ones and score the other ones. And Salah typified that today. He's got a moment of absolute genius. And yet there's other ones where we get into a reasonable shooting opportunities which, you, you know, you, we've talked about this before, but you're Torres is your Fowlers, your Suarez is just slot and they're running away laughing their heads off about it. We don't score those, but we desperately need to score some of those because, you know, again, the game plan, the longer that game goes, you play into Newcastle's hands, even with the early goal. They're not asked. Set it along. They might, if, it go, it's not, if it gets to two, it's game over. And that's, yeah, Liverpool have shot themselves in the foot big time. And it's we needed more. <clears throat> we did something from this game. I felt like there was a nice, a nice little bubbling up of positivity about the actual footy again. And now we're back to Man United, Old Trafford next week. Do or die. <laughs> yeah, because we've got a boss record at Old Trafford. Oh God, they've won pretty much every game they've played. They literally have. Yeah, they've, I think they've got. They've unbeaten. They've won the last five. Definitely like five or six in terms of. I was looking at the form table the other day. They're yeah, winning. That's a. We've done this to ourselves. Yeah, we don't deserve top four. Jürgen yeah, said it. Like off today's performance, we don't deserve top four. We don't. We don't. And you know, we can cry woe is me about the defenders and everything else. The lads out there on the pitch aren't doing the business now. And that's what it comes down to. Yeah. You know, we know we're a little bit weak at the back still. You know, but when we are able to create the amount of chances that we created today, the whole team created those chances. The striker's job is to finish those chances. Mm-hmm. They did not pull their weight today. At the risk of falling into this, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to find positivity for positivity's sake. I'm, I'm, I'm I'd feel loads more down about this because we've played, we've played loads worse. If you don't create the chances, then you can't. Be, you know, you're never going to score them in the first place. But this is the point. This is the point, and this is this is the hardest part. Because what's what's the manager meant to do? I've seen people blaming the manager. Manager can't do anything about that. He's put the lads on the pitch. They've been crafted. Each of those guys had had at least one good good opportunity to score a goal for us today. At least one, and they all had multiple chances. So to to the point about we all need a few to to get in there. The players are letting the manager down in this. There's nothing more you can do. We want we need a goal, so we put the five, we put the four lads on, and we tore them to pieces. But we still didn't score. Still didn't score goals. We then started to lose control of the game, and we put we, we put another man back in midfield, which is a reasonably sensible thing to do. But we still never quite got. And we the, took the off the one in. lad who was taking who had control of the game. Yeah. that was the mad decision, wasn't yeah. it? And look, I, I mentioned to you during the commentary. I thought maybe the manager had seen something because he brings Kurt on on the left hand side, then Kurt moves over to the right hand side. That was the substitution that really we struggled to keep the ball and transition from midfield to attack when Thiago went off. Mm-hmm. And that's what ultimately I believe led to us dropping a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper. Yeah, and I think ultimately the Curtis Jones thing, he'd have been playing this last two weeks. He'd have been involved in a number of those games, but he's been injured. And I think if he wants to play 4 through 3 for the rest of the season, Curtis Jones needs to get back up to speed because mm-hmm. there's no one else he trusts in midfield. Fabinho's probably going to have to play centre-half more because he, he doesn't trust Williams. Naby Keita's not an option. Naby right not being considered at all. 
Uh, Ox is clearly not going to be considered for the midfield. So we need Curtis Jones back. We, our best, most of our best form has had Curtis Jones in the team this season. So he needs to protect. He needs to rotate. And fine, you know, Jota coming off and Thiago coming off. Both played a lot of footy. Both had injury problems this season. So you need to manage them through. The, the, the substitutions are substitutions. You know, I, I would, I, I'm. You, you make those calls in football matches, and when they work, you look like a genius. And when they don't, fine. I, I, I could make a case for any of them. The, the Thiago one's a bit odd because you're right. He was. He was creating, you know. He was, we were saying, he was a, deep, a deeper creative, and then Firmino was doing that thing a little bit further up the pitch, and it was looking quite good. But Curtis Jones, what you, I think, there's two things. Not wrong with Curtis, come on, because he very rarely gives away the ball, except he was rusty, so he did, which is very unlike him. And he's also the kind of lad who'll just have a shot and stick one in the top bin, mm-hmm. which is something. So again, in that kind of circumstance, fine. You don't lose anything technically for bringing Curtis on. And as I say, the only other thing is that is that he's planning, he's planning for the rest of the season and he doesn't want to drop Curtis Jones into Old Trafford without having played a game of footy in, in, in two or three weeks so he's that, done in that regard but it's tough you know we the, again it's what it boils down feels to feels like a loss that though doesn't it no it does feels like a loss 100% and this is the point about it all in isolation, these these you can have your strikers can have off days, but they're not anymore because we, we can go. What about this game and this game and this game? And it's twice in a week now where we've we've had done enough to win a game, but then you know not good enough goals and then conceded late on. Um, for me, yeah, it boils down to that thing of the, the the strikers have done everything in their power and they've not scored for whatever reason. That doesn't excuse going. Oh well, oh well, never mind. When we don't deserve to win the game of football, or oh, that's fine for us to not win the game of footy. The, the head's fallen off in those last few minutes is as unforgivable. In fact, more unforgivable because, you know, again, the strikers will always run hot and cold. Defenders, the basics of defending, to, to have twice in twice in a week a lad basically arrive completely unmarked in the middle of our 18-yard box and be able to get a get a get a go at goal is just mad. It's I don't mad. I don't dial up my air there to be honest. I, I air I should say I I do put it just on the forwards in this one. I, I can understand your point, Paul. I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong here, mate. But for me, that game shouldn't be in the hands of the defenders in the yeah. first place. It just shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, we've had 22 shots, nine of which are on target or something. Countless efforts that go wide. It shouldn't be in the defenders' hands. It, yeah. The game should be beyond the defenders. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's one of them, isn't it? It shouldn't be, but it is. And, and neither, neither have stood up. Like Kabak, we're talking about Kabak having a good game. Kabak had a, had a good game for being, you know, I don't want to see him play centre-half anymore. He's not good enough to be a centre-half. Again, we're in the Kabak. I think Kabak was, a, a, with a clean sheet, is probably shout for man of the match. But it, it's not his fault. I'm not going to place any blame on Ozan Kabak at all because he's a 20-year-old lad parachuted into this team when he might ne- he might just might not be at the level. But you know, whatever that whatever that looks like, we just won't know. Um, so we are what we are at the back. But yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah, it's, it, it's tough. It's a game where if you ride that out, you get the VAR decision go for you, and you just hold tight for another minute, and that looks like a fucking brilliant hard-fought win. And when it doesn't, it's a it's a catastrophe that feels like a defeat. That's where we're at, but that's where we've played ourselves into this season. Not all our faults, you know. You know, so many circumstances that have contributed to get to get us to this point. But the problem is, this is where we're at now. There was six games, and that's the bank of six games is left, and we'll, it will all fall down on the or seven when you count seven you count leads or whatever. It will all be, all the attention will fall on that because we managed to get it back to within our grasp. And we're just in danger of fucking it up, and that's going to be really hard to take. But you know, to Jurgen's point, seasons—we like to think of seasons in short blocks. And we think about the most recent thing that happened, but this has been a, a clusterfuck of a season, and it couldn't sum it up any better. If we're going to not get in top four, at least we're going to be consistent. 
at least we're going to show that the, the, all the problems that have been there all season long have been. If they're going to be the problems, let them be the season problem all seasons long. Because at least you can go and identify them in the in the summer and try and do something about it. But yeah, uh, Yasser Alte with the super chat. Thank you, says here. We need to put them when we need to put them away. We don't, and then when we need to defend, we don't. No leadership. Yeah, well, exactly. That's about. That's why we can sit here and have an argument for it's the attack's fault and it's the defense's fault. The the fact that matters is it's an entire team. We've got eleven lads on the pitch. You've conspired to not win a game of football there when you know against the odds we got the, we finally got a VAR decision go away and instead of being emboldened by it we clearly were so shell shocked by the whole thing that we couldn't get our heads on straight stupid 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 but anyway it goes on um, just a little matter of Manchester United at Old Trafford next week um, Chelsea will be playing West Ham at half five um, that will also have an impact on things Evan will be playing next week and all Can they both lose? Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, maybe if they can lo- they can draw it in a very similar way to what we did, you know, so there's some sort of heartbreak or whatever along the way, that would be lovely. Um, yeah, I mean, aimless ideas, idea of just we've had the entire squad, probably a little bit too much work for the summer, but you know, we'll see how we get on. But yes, look, don't worry, we're here regardless. Uh, as I say, we'll keep abreast of all the things happening off the pitch, uh, so do stay tuned to our social media channels and, of course, the YouTube channel. If anything big breaks, we will be here with it, discussing it with you guys. Um, we will be doing a final word show on this on Monday, plenty to pick the bones of from that. Of course, uh, if you are a YouTube member here at Wonderkid or Cl- uh, Cult Hero, then you get access to that as a bonus piece of content every single week. The Monday Final Word Show, and if you want the full hit experience of the RedmenTV.com, uh, go over there and sign up, and you get all of our extra bonus shows and uh, features, documentaries, interviews, etc., etc. Uh, just a little reminder that it's not all about the weekly football. So if things are shit in the footy, you can just go and bury yourself in wonderful glorious nostalgia of the past and remember all the good times instead to keep it ticking over until we do win a game of footy again of which there are many uh, yeah uh, very much so yeah absolutely thank guys thank you thank you so much for joining us do try to make the most of your weekend the boost of the early Saturday kickoff is at least you've got a lot of time to change it around and turn it around for yourself psychologically so let's all take advantage Can't of the sunshine it's done now weekend uh, shit and then uh, yeah, I'm going to make the most of it I can't wait um, fuck the footy it'll be back it'll be back and there's nothing we can do about it we'll see you all very soon Tada. 